This is the emergency medical minute. Saw a couple patients at the freestandings in the last few weeks with uh, some inhalant abuse, so I thought I'd go over that again. Otherwise known as huffing, sniffing, bagging, dusting, all those kind of terms. But um, uh, basically, uh, inhaling a volatile substance that produces vapors in order to get high or get a buzz. Um, it happens a lot more frequently than we think. We just don't see a lot of patients in the ER for it. Um, basically, most of these substances are CNS depressants. They have both short-term and long-term effects. Uh, they affect uh, they, they cause between 100 and 125 deaths in the United States a year uh, for acute abuse and probably contribute to more morbidity and mortality from the chronic abuse. Uh, they're especially important to know about in the younger teenage years. In fact, when they did a survey of eighth graders, uh, seven to eight percent of them ha agree or had admitted to uh, inhalant abuse or trying inhalants in the last 12 months, so not an insignificant amount. Short-term effects can be things like memory impairment, slurred speech, diplopia, um, um, uh, as well as um, uh, some seizures and cardiac arrhythmias. Long-term effects can be permanent peripheral neuropathies, permanent renal problems. Uh, you can get blindness. Uh, you can get permanent cognitive deficits, so um, some pretty serious things. Um, the vast majority, uh, there's, you know, there's over 3,000 different uh, 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 inhalants that you can abuse. A lot of them are the aromatic hydrocarbons, which are things like solvents, glues, paints. You also have the aliphatic hydrocarbons, which are like the gases, butane, propane, gas. Uh, and there's multiple other ones like nitrites, things that can cause methemoglobinemia, other things as well. Um, when we uh, evaluate those patients, a lot of times, well, first of all, they're, they're super highly lipid soluble. So that's how they cross the alveolar membrane really fast. And they also cross the blood-brain barrier really fast. So that's how you inhale them and you get almost immediate effects. Nobody really knows exactly how they work, but they seem to stimulate both GABA and dopa, dopamine receptors. Um, they definitely can displace oxygen and cause asphyxiation, and that's how some of the deaths occur in the acute, in the acute phase. Um, when we evaluate them, sometimes you'll see people with, you know, the Huffer's rash, which is the, the paint around their mouth or redness around their mouth and nose wheezing, rhinitis, runny nose. Uh, they may have uh, uh, um, some conjunctival injection. And then their altered mental status, diplopia, um, and their ataxia. Um, as far as taking care of them, usually uh, we'll evaluate their lungs. We'll typically do a CHEM-7 because of the, the renal abnormalities that can occur. And otherwise, it's pretty supportive. But um, just kind of a general overview of inhalant abuse. Emergency Medical Minute is and always will be about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.